The only thing that I've seen that was like a hyperbore that kind of got to me is there's a scene in Antichrist where she like cuts her own foot off with a scissors. Fuck me. Well, that's like 45 minutes of the movie pretty intense. You get to see William Defoe's like big dick. It's like a fucking rocket ship, like on his torso. Is that where the like rumor came from that he had a huge dick? He had a giant dick, dude. Yeah. I think it's like, impressive. Are you sure it wasn't like computer made or whatever? Supposedly it's a stunt cock, but I mean, whoever's dick that is. Have you ever seen like, like a really muscular guy with no neck? Yeah. It's like that, but a dick. It's like, it's like a scary looking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, like, uh, she stabs him through the leg, something, and then she smacks him in the penis with a fucking log and like jacks him off till blood comes out. And then she like lays next to him and jacks off and like cuts off her clit with scissors and gets like extra clit so you can see it sober. <laughs> Ugh, that's awful. That one was bad to me. Ugh. That and that scene in Seven where they find the guy that had to like fuck him with a big sword. <gasps> right. I love that movie. That movie was so good. Seven? Yeah. I didn't see it till like way after it was relevant. And I really? remember it as much. But I don't think it was stuff though. I didn't see The Matrix when it was new. That fucking blew my mind. I wish I had seen it when it was new. I didn't see it until I was like 18 or so. I had some friends and uh, he had a sister that was really responsible. So we got to watch like Blair Witch Project and all that good shit. Really? I also didn't see that one until I was like 22, 23. But then it wouldn't have been scary anymore. But when I saw it, it wasn't really scary, but it was a good movie. I thought it was kind of scary the first time I ever watched it because I didn't really have like an idea of like really what I was going into because they don't really make found footage films like that was the first one yeah that was the first one but they don't really make them like that either anymore like Suppose, yeah because they didn't tell them what was going on the whole time they were just like fuck with them each night Oh, no, they told them. They knew what they were going into and stuff like that. I don't know if they knew, like, what was happening during, like, if they, like, completely I, set out a full-on plan. Like, I read something that they, like, they didn't tell them what was going to happen each night. They were just, like, changing it up and talk with them. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, we're going to be in the woods, but you don't know what we're going to be doing. <laughs> you think they just, like, cut filming because, like, they, the actors themselves couldn't handle it anymore? Well, I, I don't know if you've ever been in, like, a forest at night, but that doesn't even sound, like, realistic. Like, I would, yeah. not, I would not be out there making fake fucking noise. They're like, there's enough spirit shit out here, just leave them alone. I mean, I did at Renfest, but that's like not. Supposedly, uh, you can see the witch in part of that movie. When they're getting out of the car, to go into the woods, there's like a weird thing that's like covered behind the car. Really? I just don't know if I like buy into it. I'll see if I can find it. It's not very convincing, but it would be kind of cool if they saw like the fucking witch. (laughs) That would be. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know if she does exist as a thing. There was something before that. There was this movie called Cannibal Holocaust that was shot in like the 1970s. That sounds familiar, but I've never seen it. It's supposed to be like a real thing. It's an exploitation movie where they go to South America. The stuff that's really bad to watch is like kill like some live turtles and some other stuff, some pigs. But there's like a bunch of like simulated rape and like they're cannibals and they eat them and stuff. It's like a, just an intense like gore fest. And when it came out, the director like they all had to sign like NDAs and they mm-hmm. like, had to stay out of interviews and stuff for like a year or two. So I was like, this is a snuff film. Like those kids are dead. Like when did it come out? It was like 1970. It's really hard to find copies of. Yeah, I think I heard about it because it was like I don't know if it was like CNN or something like that. Did their like. My buddy Daryl showed me uh, Cannibal Holocaust, and I repaid him. I showed him U five seven zero Men Behind the Sun, which is like a uh, a Japanese World War Two movie where they use like real corpses because they didn't have like film regulations. Yeah, yeah. They put like a body in a decompression chamber and like they lower it until his asshole shoots out. Uh, there's like a scene where they like starve a bunch of rats and they throw a cat in there and like it's a real like cat game. There's supposedly one part where they like, uh, they're operating on like this little boy's body, but it's like a real, like, dead little boy. 
Oh, fuck. Yeah. Was, I mean, I couldn't even find it, like, going on the dark web to get a copy of it, but... Film Song is interesting. I've been kind of thinking lately, uh... I saw this movie movie called My Dinner, or Dinner with Andre, hmm. where it's like, uh... It's kind of like what we're doing here. It's like a postmodernist against, like, a modernist. It's like someone he hasn't talked to in a long time, but they're both playwrights. Okay. And he talks to him about, like, going to Sweden and, like dancing naked with everybody and like doing like uh, popcorn which is like where you just do like random stuff and everybody's naked and it's like a free energy thing so it's just like them talking for two hours I've never seen anything like it and I was like you can just do that you can just have movie people talking I was like oh shit I was like okay okay, yeah I mean they're like one of my favorite films is called The Man from Earth and it's literally like them just sitting in a room pretty much for the entire movie that sounds awesome actually and it's actually okay so like I'll kind of I don't know if you want me to like spoil just like a little bit or whatever. It's like, well, it. I guess the movie the movie trailer like explains it, but basically the dude's from like the uh, Paleolithic era or something like that, yeah. and he just like is an eternal being, being basically, um, and he has to constantly move around, and he is in this like time period or whatever during the early two thousands. He uh, is a professor, and all of his like colleagues are like wanting to sit or like wanting to wish him goodbye and everything because he's about to leave because he can only spend like 10 years in a place before people start to think that it's weird that he's not like aging and shit and um what is it so all this like colleagues and friends and everything like that want to wish him off and then they're like why are you even leaving in the first place because he wasn't going to say anything to anybody he was just going to leave and they were like really offended by that and then they were all trying to like figure out why he was leaving and like all this other shit so he was just like fuck it I'm going to tell you you know and he tells them that like he's like eternal and that's why he has to leave all the time and they just start arguing about it right and they start because they have a psychology teacher there they have um i think a theology teacher present an english teacher what type of movie is it like what type of genre i don't even know what you call it honestly like i'm trying to picture it it's just a fiction that's the best way i can put it because it's like it's not it's not sci-fi but it's a sci-fi concept having an eternal being essentially because they're because even he they ask him at one point like why did this happen to you you know like was there a big reason or whatever because he talks about like he met jesus and buddha and like all these other people right and so they're thinking like okay so you must know why you have been an eternal being right he's like no it just fucking happened to me i've watched everybody around me die and i don't know why i'm like this but i don't want to be like this he hates it he really doesn't like it because it it just happened to him literally he was a caveman and then all of a sudden he just never died he didn't notice it for a while apparently it took him like a i think a few centuries or not a few centuries but like it took him a while to like figure out because i mean that's a, a long time period time period before like history history starts that's funny i've actually never heard of that movie um but uh it kind of sounds like a day of the roasted still it's kind of more like a straight up fiction but it's like one different from a lot of alien movies what is it the day of the roast is still the original one from the 60s he comes down to like uh dc and he like lands on the white house lawn he tells them they have to like stop, you know, nuclear armament and all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's just like him going around like he talks to like this little kid at the boarding house he stays at. The day the earth stole, stood still? <laughs> oh yeah, I watched that in my fucking science class. And it was like we watched the the one from like the nineteen sixties or whatever. Yeah, the black and white. God, that one was good. Yeah, like movie. It was so good, honestly. Like the whole concept, like I don't know, because I saw it in high school and I just thought it was kind of amazing, like hearing about like the Twilight Zone and shit like that. Like, yeah. these concepts were from like way, way back then. That's a big like Twilight Zone feel. Yeah, it does. It that really feels like honestly. A long it does. Especially like the part where the power goes out. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that movie was so good though. Because like I felt like the alien guy itself like acted really well. That's kind of what's happened to movies again, because um, when they brought in Spielberg and everybody back in like the 70s and the 80s, they were changing like, because Hollywood was so stagnant, nobody was watching movies anymore. Nobody wanted really? to watch like Western or Egyptian shit they'd seen like a thousand times already. So they started like, they started shooting blockbusters and all this weird shit. They probably need to get back to that though, because now they're just like, even if you made the Avengers, there's no, there's not room for like a third or fourth or a fifth one. I mean, I already made a 20. I mean, they're still going to be having spinoffs though. Movies are pretty grim lately. <laughs> It's just repeating everything. That's why I think you could probably get away with having a movie where people just talk as long as it's like a good conversation. Yeah, honestly, I really do. I've been trying to think of like uh, like modern myths or like modern concepts from this that you would like hear. If like, I was trying to think like what would someone like a thousand years ago like what would be this from like a song? And I was thinking, the depression monster. <laughs> like it's an urban legend of depression that just stalks around the night like the kukui basically. Cool. Yeah. It's just like it stalks everybody but it like hides on over your bed and gives you really bad dreams and anxiety and everything and just ha 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 you're gonna die soon. It's called Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and it just seeps out and goes to your neighbor. There was one, uh, I kind of got the, uh, the idea from Formal Alchemist. I wanted to have one where, like, a uh, man, like, goes to God and they have, like, a competition to see who can make up like, a better human. See, I like that concept, honestly. I've been, like, playing around with that because I have this idea for a story, basically, where um, this girl takes LSD. And, um, but here's the thing at the same time, like, everything was like working out to be where they kind of like whatever's out there in the universe basically kind of just says, okay, so we're now going to talk to you while you're on this drug trip and we've set everything up perfectly for this. And we're going to tell you basically you're now God, you know, you have free reign to take care of like a little simulation of your own and everything and you get to be God. And then it turns into basically a contest to see who's going to be the best God, because there's a bunch of different gods all creating simulations and they're trying to find the best one and then the time like basically then the universe would start over that's what the earth is hmm? that's what the earth is supposedly just like testing around hmm. for the gods to influence you because once they acknowledge free will they agree to only like influence you like passively not actively hmm. it's like a weird bargain <laughs> it's fair enough right yeah you said you had some stuff about communism too right yeah like capitalism mm-hmm I don't have my fucking note cards with me, but I know a lot of shit off the top of my head, especially if you start asking me questions. What's off the top of your head? Um, basically the first thing that comes into my mind is like the prison system. 
Like that's like one of the biggest things that capitalism to me affects, especially today, um, given how it's just shrouded in so much just like misinformation. And then like what we do with the prisoners themselves is we like basically take slave labor, labor for them for major, major companies like Coca-Cola and AT&T, mm. all kinds of shit. And we give them nothing and we make the American public think that that's OK because they're criminals, even though if you look at like most convictions, it's either like drug convictions or previous convictions, they add longer terms, yeah. basically. And because of the way the system works is because once you commit a crime, you're basically fucked. Like, especially if you committed a felony, you know? That's what a lot of these uh, Antifa kids don't realize. That one kid got like a six-year felony and I was like, I'm not going to do if you get in prison, especially if you don't like white people. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, I love Antifa, don't get me wrong. I fucking love what they're doing because I wish there was rioting in the fucking streets. I wish more people were fucking doing that. But like... Unfortunately, nobody's going to get on your side if you're fighting people. That's the problem. Like, they just, like, look at fucking uh, Richard Spencer. He was just dressed up in a fucking suit. He looks like a fucking normie motherfucker. Like, if you're punching that motherfucker in the street and no context, just hitting him. Yeah. You know? That's, the thing too. that's what people see, because, like, if you alienate everybody to the other side, the only thing that's left are, like, the people in suits. Yeah. And those people you never really went against. <laughs> And they just, they hide so well is the problem. It's like the modern day races just hide so fucking well because like there's, because we've outlawed certain language, they can now hide behind other things. Like that's the problem. Like they always find new things. And then we have like the thing with the okay symbol where it's like, it started out as a complete fucking joke. Then everybody took him fucking seriously. And then now it's just like, yeah, it's a fucking racist symbol. See, I never believe that though. Cause like this one guy was saying that, uh, this proves that the Victoria police in Australia are racist. And I was like, at best, it proves they were fucking with you. You can't really, even if it is like a symbol that retroactively is like now racist, like you gotta have more than that. You can't just say, yeah. I mean, technically, it can't really be a hate symbol until like at least the trolling of it started. Well, it's and just the, the whole uh, narrative of the way things are going to is like they wanna introduce laws to make not speech that is like bad but speech that would incite violence uh, illegal but at the same time they're already equating like speech to violence so you kind of see where the hop after that goes to I mean they don't though they they say that they do but they don't treat it as such it's just all of a ruse honestly it's just a ruse it's all fake lies that they tell everybody I mean think about it look at how Facebook actually works honestly they're not nobody on Facebook is really shutting down these fucking people I get shut down more often for my views where I was actually making screenshots of shit and I got shut down for it like I don't see anybody on that end really getting fucked unless they really fuck with someone. They gotta be like a hard, hard fucking troll. And that means like constantly like harassing somebody, one person in particular, to the point where they're like complaining to Facebook or whatever. Is that what you do? No, I don't. I don't fucking even block people, honestly. You gotta be a fucking just horrible fucking person for me to fucking block you. Like, or if I think you're just not gonna leave me alone, I am blocking you. That's mostly the reason why I block people is because they, I ask them to leave me alone, they won't. I've never been in that situation, but I like it when you get somebody mad, they start taking screenshots and reposting it. That's always good. I do that. You repost them? Oh, yeah. I get, if I, if it's some fuck shit conversation or whatever and you piss me off, and like, I really think you're a fuck, like fucktard basically. I'm gonna fucking post this shit. Cause I, one, I find it funny. And I think other people are gonna fucking find that funny too. It never works. It was called a cringe. I kind of learned my lesson, but now 
people try to use on me. Really? I don't see the point in using it. Like, on... It doesn't work on me. Like, it, you can't, like, uh... It's the same thing with, like, uh... Like, cold readers, like... If you're never going the defensive and you're never, like, backpedaling, because, like, you keep constantly, like, moving the conversation and shifting mm. connections. But there's a way to do it, the right way or the wrong way. That's a wrong way to debate, in my opinion, though. Because, I mean, that diverges from the whole point of debate, which is to talk about the topic. If you're constantly just trying to outmaneuver your opponent, that's dumb. Mm. Well, most of them can't have, like, a real conversation with me anyway. <laughs> most people can't have real conversations. I mean, they talk about drill and stupid shit. So, I, I can't talk to most people, honestly. Like, there was this girl, bless her fucking heart, she tried several fucking times to talk to me in class. Like, she really did. She wasn't hitting on me. She just, you know, wanted, to, she was a nice person and just wanted to talk to everybody in class. And but she would talk to me about my dog, which is cool. Like, I'll talk about my dog. But then she would talk to me about makeup. Like, at one point, she asked me, like, what my foundation was, and I was so fucking just balls high. And I couldn't remember what it was, and I just, like, I don't wear makeup. And, like, I just don't. And I just went back to my book, and I felt bad, you know? Because I'm like, I don't know how I'd carry a conversation with you. I know you're not going to like it. I'm not going to like it. I don't want to subject us to this, but I still look like the fucking asshole because I'm taking the quick way out. Like, instead of pretending to have a conversation with this girl that I know I'm going to fucking hate. Like, I think that's what I'm supposed to do. But isn't that fucking stupid? Yeah, I'm not sure that like, I don't know. You kind of have to be careful because of who you are. I can kind of, like, wonder anywhere I got an advantage. What? That's why I can talk to, like, homeless people and, like, hang out with that person. Times. I like talking to homeless people, though. Mm. Homeless people are cool. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. I jacked that one around pretty bad downtown though. He wanted that 53 for the hotel that he said he had so he could get his job. And he wanted me to go to like all these different ATMs. I was like, no, I'm going to my bar. Oh. And he, well, he's going to pray for me first. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And then we walked in and he's like, just 53. He just kept saying, like, I guess he thought I was going to take out 16 and give it to him, but I'm going to do that. I went to their bar, I took out the 20, and then, like, uh, Veronica was there, so she's getting some change. <laughs> and I went out, I went out to the smoking area, and, like, I waved the fly out and see if I were to get it, and I was like, more person, you might, and he was just, like, tight with it the whole way. I was saying that dude out there, like, three or four times, you can't fuck with me forever. That's what you get for talking to somebody, like, an Al Poncho and, like, a walking stick, too. You look like an odd dude. Yeah. Yeah. You look like that, like, fairy tale dude that's supposed to, like, lead you to the next pathway in the game. You know? Like, oh, hey, there's the next checkpoint. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, that plays a really good event for <laughs> I imagine. Probably, like, blends in, at least somewhere like, else. a skull to wear on my head. A skull? A bird skull. That could work. You get one of those, like, bird masks or whatever? Like, nice. from the plague, make, pl plague masks? Oh, the plague masks? Yeah. I have some plot off of those, but you're not supposed to. Why not? It's uh, illegal. Why? Oh, they're in danger, I think. I mean, what if you just got one? That's how I got one. That's also where I had that hatch in my room, though. Like, I used to carry it around because there'd be a bunch of, like, dead condors and stuff all the way from Magnolia. But mm -hmm. I got a few photos. <laughs> Yeah, like, what if you just, like, found it dead? That looks even worse. I mean, like, I don't know, Poncho, like, been over, like, hacking something apart at, like, 2 in the morning. Yes, honestly. It really does. I have a lot of good luck with cops. It's because you're a white dude. No. It's because you're a white dude. Partially invisible. Because you're a white dude. Mm, I'm not that white. You're, like, translucent. Mm. You're, like, translucent. 
<laughs> You're a ginger with like translucent skin. Yeah, but I had a, a black dad, I think. <laughs> I can't see that. Like a, like a black dude. I mean, technically, probably, but it would be it's like. It's not black, but like, I think that's where it came from. I mean, I think that's what happens when you get like hyper, like, what is it? It's frostbite or whatever? Your limbs turn like black or whatever? Is that what happened? No. <laughs> Just trying to fuck ice for too long? No, I'm thinking about what you're talking about though. It's like a morgue It's like all burnt up and purple. Yeah. It looks all shriveled up too, like mummified. <laughs> They had to like limit the number of people that can go to Everest because all of them keep dying up at the top. Yeah, I heard about that. That shit's insane because they would die from like the altitude and shit like that because they weren't moving fast enough. Are you a big like traveler person? I want to travel like really fucking badly, but like. Where'd you go? Okay, I feel like that's too broad because like. It honestly is. Like a <laughs> no, because like I want to go to like Sicily and Italy, and I want to go to London, and okay. I want to go to various places around the United States. But I think it's more plausible to go around the United States. That's why I'm like. That's a good outlook. What? There's like a shit ton of interesting places in the United States. Most of them I'll tell you about. Yeah, honestly, like there's a lot of things to see around here. It's so huge, and it's just like right here, so you might as well see it. You know. Texas has a lot of. Uh, wasn't really as explored as terribly as some other places. I think. Mm, I could see that. Our maps just don't really have anything on it. Maps are kind of fucked up if you think about them. Like they all came from like ancient sources. It was like, how did the first one make this? Mm. How, like, I always used to wonder that, like, Lewis and Clark, when they're, like, going out there and discovering the new lands, like, That's been dope. how how do you make maps? I don't get it. I don't uh, get it. Cartography is intense, but uh, I've seen, like, different, like, conspiracy theories, too, like this map that was, like, 50 years after Columbus uh, sailed that was already of America. And I was like, how did they plot the entire continent in 50 years? Like, I mean, and then they I thought, walked. The more I thought about it, I was like, how do you plot any continent? It was like, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how long does that take? Oh man, that's a that's. Because what do you do? Do you follow the coastline? You just drive, keep updating the line. And like, what do you, like? How do you know when you get to the end of it? Either that's like, funny. honestly. Uh, if you want to like measure like the the coast of the U.S. like where the water touches it, uh. like six agencies will give you like six different answers because it's impossible to measure it. You'd have to take like a microscope and go inch by inch, and like come out the top and hold it the whole way. <laughs> So like some people Jesus. say it's like four hundred thousand miles. Some people will say it's like a million miles. Like it depends on who you ask. Oh. Not a million. Like I'm really bad at numbers, but you get the idea. Like. Yeah, I know, but like. There's not like a consistency of how I, much coast how much coastline it physically is. I know, but that like bothers me. Like, there's something really dumb about United States anything. That's nothing. You know, the continents aren't the right size. Yeah, I know. Like, it's insane. Iceland's like way smaller than words. And Africa's supposed to be a lot bigger. South America's bigger than it, actually. Really? Uh, I've heard that. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, South America's, like, way longer. There was a fucking video I saw fucking years ago. It was, um... It was actually had some actual like, like celebrities and stuff like that that were, but it was like during like the 80s or 90s or something like that. But they were talking about maps, basically, like how the government was lying to us about how maps actually look and I stuff. Are you thinking of that beat clip that I'm talking about? No, I don't. It wasn't on that. They talk about how the, the maps upside down too. Let me see. That's another thing I saw the other day. It was like, um, some Hindu or Native American legend that talks about the earth as like two fig leaves and like a, a rabbit. 
it's like our map turned upside down. A lot of the, um, a lot of people don't realize that the Native American religion is the same as like Christianity too. They worship Yahweh. Yeah. Even the name's kind of the same. I mean, I thought God's name was Yahweh. Well, like, uh, even like the Native American God, like, it's not spelled the same, but it more or less is like Yahweh. They're all based off each other is the thing. Any man-made religion, anything that we've created, basically, not anything that's actually out there. I think we've just all supplemented to explain what's going on in our universe. And we've all just taken from everything else. Have you ever heard of, like, uh, <clears throat> the Great Canyon, where they found those Egyptian artifacts? No. This guy from the Smithsonian went there in, like, the, the 1780s and the Northern Expedition. There's only, like, one or two articles about it from the Gazette, from wherever, from wherever the fucking Grand Canyon's at. I didn't even think there was a bottom of that thing, to be honest. They, uh, there's all kinds of interesting stuff. If you go to Mexico, they have, like, an actual, like, uh, well to the underground. They, they? They've gone, like, three or four miles into it and they can't find the end. Oh, see, that's terrifying to me. It's just not something there's, that there's never a, has an end. There's a, the Gate to Hades in Greece you can visit. I wanted to go see that, honestly. There's like a meditation in one of my witch books that talks about like going there and like doing smoke and meditating in the, in the witch's cave. Mm. I've always wanted to see the Colosseums in Greece and all of it. Because uh, I grew up like really in love with mythology. And so I just like used to like fantasize about going to Greece and seeing it and like reading mythology. Nice. Appreciate that. Pretty sure Sean decided to go out or something like that because he hasn't messaged me or called or anything. Oh yeah. That means you're off the you're off the leash. Not really. He's going to be mad whenever he does see me. You make everybody mad, though. Yeah, I do. Well, I made it clear that, like, he has no right to ask me about anything anymore, honestly. I mean, if you got a girlfriend, he can't really be mad. Like, if I just decide to go out. I didn't say anything that I was going out is the thing. Oh. Yeah. So, he's not worried about me or else he would call. Yeah, that's true. Right. He's probably just mad about it somewhere. I mean, I just don't think he's worried about me, is the thing. It's kind of hard. Like, I hate to put myself in that mindset, but I do get kind of detached sometimes. And I usually act like an asshole when it happens. I mean, here's the thing is like, every, like I said, everything is fleeting, nothing actually matters. So, if human connection actually doesn't technically matter. We just use it to help us with ease the suffering of human life, basically. That's a good point. It's all, I mean, if you think about it, there, we meet people at certain times in our life for specific reasons, probably. And, huh? And then once they really, I know this sounds bad, but once they don't serve their purpose anymore, they're probably not going to be in your life. I mean, people like to think of it like if this person isn't making you happy anymore, you stop being friends with them, right? No, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I think happiness is just a, such a fucking. It's not even like. I don't think it's a state. I don't. I think a it's. Choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's just like any other emotion is the thing. Um, it just happens, you know, because it's a reaction to some stimulus. That's it. Maybe. I think you got the same poem idea. 
you can be on the retarded side of woke, like push yourself too far, where you're like, you, you're aware that you just want to do like normal human shit and be like a gross, greasy person, mm. but at the same time, like, your autism won't let you. I don't, though. I don't actually, like, want to be like anybody else. It's the thing, because their lives bore me. Their whole existence is just bore me, honestly. Yeah, life is pretty boring once you got to figure it out. Like, okay, sure, they fit in better with the way things function and everything, but, like, are that's any the, of them actually happy? <laughs> that's the process of the duality, because that's what everybody doesn't actually pick the good side. They try to pick what's popular so they don't get judged. Yeah. Which is, like, reactionary living. Yeah, basically. And I just... Everything goes in patterns, so you can't just, like, be like, well, I'm never going to talk to this person anymore. It all works that way. Well, no, of course not. I'm never like that. It's not really fair, because if this is, like, 50 years ago, like, it would be, because you could just, like, go 30 miles down the road still, like, in your family. I don't even know. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's kind of like the curse of the internet. But I also, like, talking to Megan, it took me a long time to realize that, like, people that keep tabs on you. Yeah. As they kind of, like, make sure the windows are still broken out. Those types of people don't necessarily care about you. Yeah, I, yeah. There's somebody that's got like a relationship and bonding issues with me, you know, you're mistaken for that really easily. You kind of fuck you up for a long time. Yeah, I feel that, like on a spiritual level. <laughs> well, my solution to it was to just not think about it anymore uh, at the time still. Because, like, if you love somebody, I mean, technically you love again in like an alternate universe. Uh, there was one time I did like 10 hits of acid and I had to like grab the wall because like all of a sudden it was like, what if I've been making like the same mistake over and over? It's like, I'll leave this life like all these well, What if times. we are though? Like, and I still fucked it up most of the time. Well, like, what if we're just, here's the thing, like, what if we're just repeating all the same actions and. You shouldn't say goodbye to people, then that's why I won't say goodbye. I don't either. I just it doesn't. I don't know because if you notice, like when I whenever I was at work, I never like said hi to anybody really until I like I had to make an effort to do that because it just doesn't occur to me. I thought you just like we're stuck up. See, no, I just I don't know how to say hi to people. I don't know how to think that I'm using my own thing at work. It was nice having you talk to the It was nice. Like that was like the only decent part until I wanted to like kill myself at work. <laughs> it's not any better now, but they let Nicole work on chat, so I know they're going to let them do that bullshit if you want them no longer. Mm. Whatever. Tell I still don't understand what chat is. Tell me I can't sell fucking books. Go to the chat questions now, whatever. What the fuck is that? It doesn't matter. It's bullshit. Uh, I applied for a part-time job to like do raptor trapping, but I don't uh, think I have a chance at it. Like, raptor as in the dinosaur? No, like birds. Oh. Like Eagle and Hawk and like Allery location. Wow. Is that, that sounds like a hard field to get into, honestly. Not really, dude. I have like so many fucking recordings of like birds at work when they come up to them. <laughs> if, you, if you're over here like late enough at night, like sometimes at night the, the horned owl will hoot at me and I'll hoot back at them. Really? We'll go back and forth for a little bit. There's something like weird behind there too though. Uh, there's been a couple times I'm out there like five or six and I'll like hear something shuffling down the sidewalk that doesn't sound like a person. It's like... Mm. There's also like a lot of cranes in the river and I know anytime you get close enough to them they take off and they complain and they go like... Ah, ah, ah. Sometimes they're like five or six and I hear that shit. I'm like what's fucking out there? It's super weird. They just don't like to be fucked with. A lot of animals do not like our presence is the thing. Yeah, but he's out there during that time frame. That's so fucking weird. He's out like five, six in the morning. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just think in general, like, if you, <laughs> I notice the way, like, animals regard hu- humans. They just either want us for food or they don't want us at all. Yeah. That's why I started feeding the squirrels. It's like, what are you in the fucking vegetables? I hate the fucking squirrels. Hmm. It's good to look like them. You know. Y'all want squirrel like qualities? <laughs> Do you want to do this, by the way? Oh, we're good. 